Proverbs chapter 14. We'll be in Proverbs for a few more weeks anyway. I haven't decided yet if we'll just finish chapter 14 or do chapter 15. It's hard to get halfway through the book before we go to what I mentioned last week, this study on eternity and um, what that entails and what the Bible says. Um, and uh, hopefully that will help all of us and be an encouragement. But in Proverbs 14, we come to a fam very familiar verse here in verse 14. Proverbs 14, 14, the backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways and a good man shall be satisfied from himself. So again, we have that contrasting parallelism between a backslider and a good man. It's interesting, the word backslider is only found in Proverbs this one time, uh, backsliding, the, the action of backsliding is found about a dozen times, primarily in the prophets, Jeremiah uh, and some of the minor prophets. It's never used, the word is not used in the New Testament, but the principle or the truth of the word is certainly presented. I'd just share some verses where you would find it. Jeremiah 2.19 Thine own wickedness shall correct thee, and thy backslidings shall reprove thee. Know therefore and see that it is an evil thing and bitter that thou hast forsaken the Lord thy God, and that my fear is not in thee, saith the Lord God of hosts. So Jeremiah is challenging God's people, saying that their backsliding was evidenced in two key areas. One, they forsook the Lord, and they didn't have the fear of God in their lives. Jeremiah chapter three, uh, it's repeated several times. Jeremiah eight, verse five. Why then is this people of Jerusalem slidden back by a perpetual backsliding? They hold fast deceit and refuse to return. So there he's talking about the fact that they're believing that which is not true and developing a hard heart rather than repenting of their sin and returning to the Lord, they're, they're sort of rebuffing God's working in their life. Hosea 4.16, for Israel slideth back as a backsliding heifer. Now the Lord will feed them as a lamb in a large place. A very uh, picturesque, picture i working with livestock for a year or two you know you picture cattle trying to come out of a pond on a muddy bank and they're sliding back and not able to get up that's sort of the picture in my mind they slideth back as a backsliding heifer hosea 11:7. and my people are bent to backsliding from me though they called them to the most high none at all would exalt him Zephaniah 1.6, and them that are turned back from the Lord and those that have not sought the Lord nor inquired of him. And earlier it talks about how God was going to judge them because of that. One New Testament statement, it's not the word backsliding, but the principle is there. Hebrews 3.12, it's that picture of Israel at Kadesh Barnea refusing to cross the Jordan River. 
It says, take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. So repeatedly in all those verses, it's talking about being further back from where you once were, sliding away from where you had once achieved, turning away from the Lord rather than following the Lord. All are the pictures that are found in these multiplied verses, and there are many, many more. So who is a backslider? Well, the Old Testament, uh, as presenting this truth, they, they parallel them with the fool, the wicked, the disobedient, always in contrast with the godly or the wise. The word, the root word for backslider or backsliding is, it carries the idea of our English word flinch. You know, when sometimes kids, they, they think it's fun to jump at somebody or uh, swing a fist at somebody and trying to get them to flinch. Uh, I think it was last week or the week before, before Sunday night service, I'm walking down the hallway to go back to the office for something and one of our recent high school graduates appeared and they said, I didn't know if I should scare the person coming. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> uh, normally people say, I could tell it was you by the way you're walking. But anyway, uh, that person, they, you know, what was she trying to give me? Trying to get me to flinch, trying to get me to jump back. That's the idea of the word. You're back from where you once had been. Webster's Dictionary says a backslider is an apostate, one who falls from the faith and practice of religion, one who neglects their vows of obedience. Now, I would disagree with Webster that they're apostate because a backslider is not necessarily all the way out with the prodigal in the pig uh, pen, but they're heading that direction. An apostate is somebody who rejects the, the truth of salvation. And, uh, but anyway, that's what he says. So the word backslider is a verb, simply meaning to turn away or to turn back. To turn away or to turn back. It has a sense of deviating from or turning from what is expected by God. So that's who a backslider is. So notice in our text, he tells us the, the Holy Spirit had the wise man right here, the backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways. So the source of backsliding or the root of backsliding is always in our hearts. It's when the Bible talks about the heart, it's not talking about this muscle. I've told you this many times. It's talking about the core of our being. At the, at the foundation of who we are, what we are, at the very central motivation of our life, that's how the Bible uses the word heart. So he says the backslider in heart, the backslider in their understanding, the backslider in their mind, in their inner self, at the source of their will, shall be filled with their own way. Isaiah 57 verse 17 says, For the iniquity of his covetousness was I wroth, and smote him. 
I hid me and was wroth, and he went on frowardly in the way of his heart. That's a picture of the backslider. He went on on his twisted journey because that was from his heart. And backsliding is a long time resident in the heart before it ever shows out in the life. That's why Proverbs 4.23 is such a key verse to meditate on. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And that passage goes on talking about where you look, don't look off to the right or the left, and keeping your foot, feet on a sure foundation. So backsliding is not accidental. Any of us can, under the wrong circumstances, at the wrong impetus, make a wrong choice. You know what, I shouldn't have said that, I shouldn't have thought that, I shouldn't have gone there, and repent of it and immediately get back with, in a right relationship with God. Remember, as soon as you confess your sin to God and see it as God sees it, he promises to forgive. He is faithful and just to do that. So the, it can be a very brief period of time away, but backsliding is a process. It's accumulation of choices. Sunday night, uh, we looked at that verse of scripture where we talked for a little bit about exercising ourselves unto godliness. And I use the illustration of exercise. I thought of a couple other thoughts about that as I shouldn't have, but I did mock the person who was exercising and, and I'm not. But the point I should have made, and I thought about this at night, is they reap the benefit and I don't. And when we exercise ourselves unto godliness, we reap the benefit. Those who don't, don't. But the point is, you know, if we're exercising ourselves unto godliness, that recognizes that we are in a, a battle. There is a challenge to be right with God. And backsliding is a process. It is not necessarily one big bad failure or one any kind of failure. It doesn't matter if it's big or not. So three thoughts about this being in our source. Number one, backsliding is a process, not a sudden event. Somebody put this, it's a drift not a sudden U-turn. It seems like lately I've seen more crazy driving than I've seen in a long time. People going one direction, suddenly hang a U-turn, go the other direction, no markings, no foot. It happened just this morning, in fact, coming north on Salem Road. But I drove a lot in Chicago, so my knee-jerk reaction is to hit the horn. It's just, you know, it's a necessary part of automobile equipment. I'm just letting him know I noticed, that's all. I'm just letting you know, you know, I saw you. But, but a, a Christian who is trying to grow in their faith, it's not, it is, backsliding is not, okay, I'm, I'm in church all the time, I'm reading my Bible, I'm praying, I'm seeking the Lord, I'm trying to be submissive, a 90 or a 180 and going back the opposite. That's not backsliding. Backsliding is, I'm going down this path, trying to serve God, but then I start, well, you know, church isn't all that important, and I, I can go a day or two without reading my Bible. It's that slow creeping of getting us off the path. It's sort of like a slow leak in your tire. You can ignore it for a while, but ultimately, you're going to have a flat tire. 
Or it's sort of like, and I'm not a, a sailor or a never owned a boat, but it's sort of like in the olden days when boats were made out of wood and they constantly had to work to keep the hull clear of barnacles. Well, you can, you can be fine with barnacles for a while. But as they multiply and as they accumulate, then you are riding lower in the water and you are more susceptible to catastrophe in a storm. That's backsliding. You know, nobody that I've ever known has been on fire for God one day and wiped out a shipwreck like 1 Timothy 2 says of Hymenaeus and Alexander the next. It is a process. And the longer the process is allowed to germinate in our hearts and minds, the more dangerous it becomes. So it's a process. Secondly, it's going on long in our hearts uh, before it's ever revealed in our life. People may not notice. You can, you know, if you've been saved a while, you can know how to, how to function and how to do what you ought to do. But the truth is, it, what is in your heart will eventually be shown out. The Bible says that. In our speech, in our actions, it's all rooted in our hearts. William Arnault, in his commentary on Proverbs, said there's no such thing as a sudden collapse of a sound heart. If Cameron Wilson died of a heart attack, as they're suspecting, he had heart disease going on a long time before this happened. A heart attack doesn't happen if all the arteries are clear, there's no heart disease affecting the heart. You don't go from a healthy heart to a wiped out heart. No, it's a long process of accumulation. Dr. Bob Jones Sr. put it this way, very similarly, behind every major sin failure is a long process of wicked thinking. So the point is, backsliding is not a sudden, oh no. No, it's been, it's been going on in your heart, in my heart, for a long time. And the third thing, backsliding is giving up ground which we previously gained in our walk with God is, is the context of that. It, it is, you know, we, when you're first saved, if you got saved as an adult, regular church attendance was a challenge. Or Bible reading may be a challenge. Or time in prayer, maybe learning to tithe and trust God in your finances. But as you go along, those things stop being a challenge. Not going to church is as foreign to me as, you know, trying to speak a, a, another language that I don't know. I mean, it's even on vacation, you know, if there's a church within driving distance, we're there. If not, we're watching it, uh, why, uh, you know, a live stream service from one of the pastor friends or here. I've got to check up on these guys. Uh, but, you know, it's just part of our DNA. But you start missing one and you start missing another and you start missing another and pretty soon it doesn't bother you. And now people are getting to where they don't watch live stream, they go back and watch it on their convenience. So now they're controlling it and it's just another step down the progression. I, I read a, a, a quote last week, I think it was, maybe it's two weeks ago, 
And, and the writer said, I thought it was very good. That's why it's stuck in my mind. He said, refusing to go to church when you can and watching on live stream is like staying home and watching the wedding of your niece. You may see what happened, but you weren't there to give your gift. And church is not coming to spectate. Church is coming to participate, to give your gift. We're all gifted differently by the Spirit of God so that the church can function. And it doesn't matter if it's Bible reading or prayer or giving or church attendance or witnessing or any spiritual discipline. You work hard to develop that into your spiritual disciplines of life. And backsliding is letting those things go. You're not where you used to be. You're not spiritually as sensitive as you once were. So backsliding may not be apostasy, as I said earlier, turning from or denying the reality of God's salvation, but it's living as if it's not true. So what are the consequences? Well, verse 14 says, a backslider in heart shall be filled with his own way. That phrase, his own way, is found repeatedly in the scripture. To be filled means to be satisfied to the point of overflowing, to have more than enough, even to be weary of it. And the classic example would be when the children of Israel complained against Moses about this loathed bread and where's the meat? So they had so much quail, they got sick. They were filled to the point of no more. That's the idea of the word. First chapter of Proverbs, turn back to Proverbs 1. Verse 31, Proverbs 131, Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. Now positively, it says the good man shall be satisfied from himself. Negatively, the backslider in heart shall be filled with their own way. Ezekiel twenty-two thirty-one reads, Therefore have I poured out mine indignation upon them. I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath. Their own way have I recompensed upon their heads, saith the Lord God. They are filled with their own ways, which are obviously not God's ways, and you always reap what you sow. So if you sow unfaithfulness or you sow a cold heart or you sow disobedience, you start reaping the bitter fruit of that. The ways, the word ways, is a word that's very re repeatedly used in Scripture, talks about a path worn by constant walking. Sometimes the, over by the maintenance building, there's a path in the grass because so many people walk across there going to Tim's. We didn't design a path there, but there's a path there by constant walking. The patterns of our life are created by repetition. They're filled with their own ways. If you want a graphic illustration, when God said, okay, it's time to start this over in Genesis chapter 6, 
with the Noahic flood, the great deluge, it says in verse 12, And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. The pattern of life. Here in Proverbs 14, you scoot back two verses, it said, There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. So as I said, this is true both for the backslider and for the godly because the principle of God is, well, you sow, you reap. An illustration, Naomi. She and her husband, Elimelech, and they all, they go down and they moved to Moab in a difficult time. It wasn't God's plan. It wasn't God's will. They were just trying to find an easier life. She came back and she said, don't call me Naomi, call me bitter. And here's what she said. You can look it up, Ruth 1, verses 20 and 21. I went out full and I came back empty. You know, when we do our own thing, we are filled with our own ways, which are empty and are not satisfying, are not fulfilling. The prodigal in Luke 15, verse 17, he was filled with his own way. He went his own way. He did his own thing. And yet he said he perished with hunger. The servants were better back at home. But the wonderful thing is God will heal our backsliding. I read earlier in the introduction two different verses from the minor prophet Hosea, you get to the final chapter of Hosea chapter 14, beginning in verse 4, God says, I will heal their backsliding. I will love them freely. For mine anger is turned away from him. I will be as the dew unto Israel. He shall grow as the lily and cast forth his roots as Lebanon. His branches, branches shall spread, and his beauty shall be as the olive tree, and his smell as Lebanon. They that dwell under his shadow shall return. They shall revive as the corn and grow as the vine. The scent thereof shall be as the wine of Lebanon. What is God saying? When you turn back to me and seek my forgiveness, I will heal your backsliding, and I will gladly effusively pour out my blessing on your life. So it's a very simple choice. We can, we can do it our way, come up empty and dissatisfied, or we can do it God's way and have more blessings than we know what to receive. I mean, what, isn't that what Luke 6.36 says? Give and it shall be given to you. He uses the same measure, pressed down and overflowing shall men give to your bosom. That's just one illustration of life. All of life is that way. When you, when you give your life in service to the Lord and invest in people, you're not able to measure or to grasp all the blessings God will pour out on your life. But then he goes on and he makes a contrast with the good man. A backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways. And, so this is also true, a good man 
shall be satisfied from himself. Now, no one is good because of themselves. We can only be good because we have a good God. And because God is good, we can only be called good because of our relationship with him. Alexander McLaren, in his little commentary on Proverbs 14, 14, said, goodness only comes from godliness. When the Bible talks about goodness, it's not talking about manners, being polite, being decorous. It's talking about being like God, who is good. So I began looking at the times the Bible talks about a good man. Proverbs 12, 2, a good man obtaineth favor of the Lord. But a man of wicked devices will he condemn. Matthew 12, 35, a good man obtain, I'm sorry, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. That parallels when it says a backslider in heart. Everything that is real about us comes from our heart. Speaking of Barnabas, Acts eleven twenty I've used this verse of scripture a couple times in funerals of just good and godly men. It says of Barnabas, for he was a good man, full of the Holy Ghost and of faith, and much people was added unto the Lord. Psalm 37, 23, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. So the good man is good because he has a good God that he has a relationship with. And it says a good man shall be satisfied from himself. It parallels filled with, to overflowing. You know, when you're satisfied, you don't want anything else. With Joanna leaving town, we took yesterday and did a couple things that we've not done around Toronto that we've talked about doing. And uh, we were downtown, it was a little after lunchtime, and I'm more of a two meal a day guy anyway, so we went to a burger place that the college guys have gone too many times called The Works. And uh, after finishing my meal at The Works, I ate nothing else the rest of the day. That was at two o'clock. I was satisfied, you could have offered me a keg dinner and I would have, I probably would have tried, but I would have been miserable. You could have offered me anything. You could have offered me a piece of cherry pie with, no, I could have eaten that, because that'll squeeze in, the, you know. But the point is, when you're satisfied, you don't want anything else. And until we find our satisfaction in the Lord, we're never really satisfied. You can feel, you know, that yearning in your heart with a lot of things, but you know how I know they don't satisfy? Because you have to do it again and again and again and be bigger and more stupendous and try and outdo the last. But satisfaction, a good man shall be satisfied from himself or from within. Now, a good man's careful to examine his heart and his motives. He rests in his God and seeks to please God. He's content with God and what God is doing in his life and confident that God does fulfill Romans 8.28 to bring good 
McLaren not only said goodness comes from godliness, but he also said godly goodness brings satisfaction. Godly goodness brings satisfaction. If you were like me, you grew up in church, you memorize certain passages of scripture, some of them, they've stuck with you your whole life. I'm sure many of you memorized the 23rd Psalm. Toward the end of the Psalm, verse five, he says, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. What's he saying? I'm satisfied to the overflowing. There's nothing else I desire, nothing else I want, no one else I want. He's satisfied from himself. Understands his life doesn't earn his standing before God, but his relationship with God is what his standing is settled in. His labors are accepted by God and graciously rewarded when they're given to God. So none of us want to be a backslider, but you want to know something? It is a constant reality. It can be incremental. It can be slow. But you know what? If a rocket took off from Cape Canaveral, or whatever they call it now, and is only off by one degree at launch, it will miss its target by miles. It doesn't take much of a deviation to get us a long way away from the Lord. If Jan and I were to sit down with a notebook paper and start reflecting on people that we have known and worked with and what their life is today and what it was when we knew them, we'd say, you never saw that coming. But just a slight deviation, a slight turning, a slight backsliding, if not caught, becomes a pattern, which becomes a character, which becomes a life, which becomes destruction. If the backslider in heart is filled with his own ways, don't give up that which you, by God's grace, achieved in your Christian walk. Keep striving. You know, we, we sing songs about taking steps of faith and you know, I'm on the upward way. New heights I'm gaining every day. But few of us live that way. But oh, how we need to live that way. That we not allow our hearts to get cold or distant or carnal. The backslider in heart is filled with his own ways and the good man is satisfied in himself.